Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul Podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Today's show, today is the 19th of May. We're like past the middle of this month. We're on our way to June. I know I say that, but it just, I'm already filling the calendar for June, so it feels so weird. But I did want to say yesterday's show was to recognize our instincts, to recognize the difference between curiosity and really feeling like you have feelings for another person. And today I want to talk about the purpose behind dating because I'm this subject never gets old and it never gets old because at any given time in our lives we are open to dating. There's times we're married, there's times we're dating and we're not really thinking about it because we're already in the mix. But then when we're out of the mix, the thoughts come into our head and, you know, how do you know people are okay and how do you know certain things? But the bigger question is, why do you want to do it? Because at different stages in our lives, we want to date for different reasons. We, we talk about it, but I have like younger people right now that are talking to me and Some are just extremely promiscuous, but they're not like promiscuous people. It's that every time they meet somebody, there they go, and they don't know the people that they're they're going with. And sometimes they don't even care. They just want to be loved. They just want to be part of another person's life. So it's it's interesting to me because there there are stages to dating. The purpose, it, it's different from person to person, but for the most part, it's to have fun and to meet new people and to hook up or have an affair or find a partner that, you know, you can create a relationship with. But the stages, there's like these stages where there's attraction. And then after the attraction, there's the reality. And then after the reality and you say, oh, okay, I can, I can do this, you commit. And then after you commit, there's intimacy. And then after the intimacy, 
you either get engaged or take it further or realize that you guys aren't right for each other or you aren't the end all. You feel like you're still looking even though you're with this person. But it is truly one of the most, I want to say, evasive, exciting, weird, nerve-wracking experiences that we all some people will say, I am not dating right now, meaning I'm taking a break because it's like this whole world, this whole infrastructure of all these things that start happening, you know, and especially now with social media and you can go in and find out all this stuff about the person before you even meet them and then you can't remember what they told you and what you found and you just want to make sure people are okay. There's just so many ins and outs. And now to 2020, we have, I know for a while, online dating, but we also have double dates. We have group dates. We have speed dating. We have blind dating. We have casual dating. We have serious and exclusive dating. It just, there's so many different things. I I always wondered, you know, in schools why we do not, did not teach us about ourselves, about how to manage our money, and about choosing partners. Choosing your partner is even more important than the job you choose because whatever you live with is going to affect everything else you do in your life. That's how important it is. It's not just about finding love. We don't have to find love. Love is here. But where is it activated is really the question. I hear from women that I met that were part of the uh, beauty contest for the state of California, and I, you know, they're all there and we're talking. And, and the one that won said to me, "I'm looking for love." And I said, "What does the looking for love look like? Other than it's a guy, what does that look like to you?" And it turns out she just wants to be loved. People were intimidated by her. She felt lonely because of it. Purpose for dating was to feel loved. So I talked to her about ways she can feel loved through herself so that she can recognize love if she meets someone. Because otherwise, she's just going to take anyone who admires her or has the guts to date her. No questions asked. People get themselves in trouble doing that. We get ourselves in trouble. Because dating is one of those things that you want to ask. Hey, what are you looking for? Because you definitely want to know if one of you wants a commitment and the other one's casual dating. Person, 
I know it's hard when you're, it's such a weighted, hot topic where you're thinking of what you're going to get back and what would this be like and what would that be like and you start seeing your life fly off into the horizon together. Pass the attraction. Remind yourself that it's because of the attraction you're there. But other than that, you really don't know anything. And I have to tell you, I'm trying to tell this to someone right now, and they don't care. They just want what they want. In the beginning, for this person, it was all only about looks. Well, if I look like this and she looks like that, we're fine. But then as they started to get to know each other, now it's like she wants this, I want that. And I'm like, hmm, things have changed. It's not just about looks anymore, is it? Because we are dealing with a human being with an entire subset of experiences that shaped that person. And you, you will inherit all of that. Good, bad, or indifferent, you will inherit it. For those of us who have children who are dating, I remember my daughter in college. She met this boy, and he had her dancing loops for him. She was the one keeping that relationship together. He was so controlling that when he didn't get what he wanted out of her, he left her at a concert, a big concert, like out in the middle of like, you know, where they do all those different bands. I can't remember what they call those, but they do a bunch of different bands and you're, you're outside and you're you're just going from one band thing to another, kind of like Coachella, but in a different area. And so... What happened, that was the last time they saw each other. She was eight hours away from home. She got in her car and she came home. Years later, and they were together for four years, years later, he writes her and apologizes for his behavior. And says, I know we've gone on, but I know you're having a good life because you have fun everywhere you go. That's what he said. But in truth, she showed me the card. He was re-auditioning. He was putting the feelers out. See if he could get her back. But let me tell you what happened when she met his mother. The day she met his mother, first time meeting, this is why I talk about curiosity, overriding our instincts. And why are we dating? Why do we want to be with that particular person? First time she meets his mother, who's an attorney. So you could imagine. She's not, you know, just sitting there waiting for things in life that you know, 
will come by. She has to fight right and wrong every single day. And she said to my daughter, no self-respecting woman would date my son. In the beginning, first time that they met, and my daughter thought she was going to change that world. The mother and my daughter became very good friends. The sister and my daughter became very good friends. But the problems that they were experiencing were not a surprise to the family, but they were definitely to my daughter. But she just kept overcoming, over, learned really well from her mother. And that's what it took for her to say, enough. That's what it took. In her mind, she looked at it as she failed. That she failed. But she never, ever once thought she wasn't good enough. She just felt like she failed. So when he wrote back, it meant absolutely nothing to her. She had graduated from school. She had gotten her job. She went on in her life. And she's very open about the fact of saying that's the one person that if I say I don't like someone, I don't like this person at all. Never have interest in speaking to them ever again. And she never did. Not because she was so angry, but because she understood the situation. And in dating, those first things you hear when you start to meet family and you start to meet friends, you start to meet coworkers, those gut feelings, it's not only what they say, but those gut feelings that I'm just pushing you guys for, pushing myself for in life to pay attention to. When you hear stuff that you know is true, you already had those instincts when you first met the person, when you heard their version of their stories. And then you have those who underplay, who everybody loves and cares about, and they don't, they don't have to talk about it. They don't have to sell it. And you walk into a group of friends where it just feels like family. You also know But the whole bottom line of dating is understanding that first meeting. You will know every single thing you need to know in that first meeting. That is the most important meeting, the most important date, the most important decision you will make will all be answered in that first night. That's why I started with the whole curiosity thing yesterday. Because curious, wanting to know why, and, and, and are you trauma bonding, or are you bonding on happiness, or are you bonding on growth and love of life? What are you bonding on? Because I, I, I've helped people who their first meeting was dumping their whole... Horrible history to each other. 
So where do you go from there? That's where you bonded. Is it always going to have to be that you're only okay when you're talking about what hurt you and then when you guys are okay, you kind of don't know what to do with each other? Or you don't know how to have fun? Or maybe that, if you are just trauma bonding, maybe that is a friendship? We have to know that the inner compass we have guides us. That's what guides us. It's because we can't see it and it doesn't pop out of us and talk to us and say, hey, Nadia, this person is this, this, and this. That would be way too easy. But we know everything we need to know in the beginning. And that also goes for ourselves. When we walk into a situation, even if you walk into a store, you'd be like, fine if there was just nothing weird about it. But if there was, you'd be like, wow, this place has a strange vibe. Or you go into a party and you're like, I don't know what's going on over here, but this doesn't feel right. Sometimes I used to stay. Now I'm like, "Ah, I'd rather be home right now. I don't care if I drove and I've done it. Driven over an hour to get somewhere and realize that it's it's not my place. We know. I just feel like saying we know the whole time because we know. A lot of times we know and we settle. A lot of times we date as long as we can before we commit because we're not sure if we want to commit. Sometimes we commit because we can't say no. But dating is is to understand your instinct, look at if there are red flags Are those red flags okay for you to invite into your life? Because this decision, if you decide to make it, because a lot of people right now I know, and they're not only older people, are saying, I am not dating until. I don't have time. Some women say they can't afford to date. I'm like, how could you not afford to date? What are you talking about? They say, well, you know, people now want to travel together and want to do this together, and, want, and I, I can't afford that. I'm like, oh, wow. Never, ever thought of that angle. But life is changing. We are changing. We're living a lot faster. We have a lot more choices. We have not... We have not created a safe exit. Most people can just break up and walk away, but divorces still aren't that clean. Sometimes breaking up if you're with somebody who's controlling is not that safe. I know a young high school couple, they're dating. They met, they, you know, like young love, they felt like they were perfect for each other. Two years later, the girl feels like she's outgrown the guy, even though he's older than she is. 
She knew it. She didn't know how to say it. And with COVID times, they were a little bit more separated than usual. Even though she never said it, he felt it. Of course he would. We have things that sharpen as we use them. But he felt it. She was so scared of breaking up with him that she was able to put it off because she'd never broken up with anyone. She'd never gone out with anyone before. And it wasn't a bad reason that she was breaking up with him. She just felt like she was too young to make the kind of decisions they were making and that she'd already outgrown the relationship. She's thinking going to college. He's working, making a few bucks and spending that. That kind of scared her, believe it or not, even in high school, seeing that habit. So what happened? He felt it, and he knew enough to act on it. And he broke up with her, thanked her for the time they spent together, and said, this is, this is like feeling like we're done. She agreed, and they broke up over text. They didn't even have the verbal conversation. She was relieved, and I'm sure he was relieved. They understood young love because now they're a little older. But I felt so proud of them for understanding their own feelings enough to not just stay because the way they met and they were just so young. And this was just a week ago. It's interesting to me how much more, how many more options we have in releasing a relationship. That's why I I talk about, and, and Christ said this before, and it, it just came up right now in my mind. I can't believe I forgot this. But where he says, when you're going to get married, you both should agree on, if you ever were to break up, how you would handle the finances and how you would handle the children. And do it while you are in love. It's like an insurance policy. You will probably never need it because you already made a commitment. If you ever had to part ways to part in love. Because you're writing it when you are in love. And the love never goes away. It's the relationship that is different. How many times does Christ say, love is love is love? It's the relationship that is different. And if the relationship changes, we don't have to tear each other apart. Don't have to do that anymore. When I see people doing it and fighting or just starting that tape, there's a tape that, oh, you know, and one day they're all fine. They never say anything bad about their partner. And then all of a sudden they have this laundry list. 
of things. That's wrong. And then I'm like, oh, you want to break up? And they'll look at me. And I'm like, yeah, you're just setting it up. How did you know? I said, probably I've heard this a couple of hundred times. It's it's almost cliche in my mind. It feels like old world. Like when I hear it, I'm like, oh, there's still people doing that. There's still people doing that. They have a lot to go through to get to the other end of this one. You could see it before it happens because we've seen it. My instinct is always to say, hey, you know what? This is where you're going. Make a decision whether or not that's how you want to do it. But every time I've said that, they did not listen. That was way too easy. They needed the drama. They needed the lesson. So interesting, right? And in the beginning of dating, take your time between visits. That's a big one. Sometimes people get so excited, they see each other the next day and the next day and the next day, and they like, you know, just don't let each other go. But those relationships usually fizzle out. It's like you're, you're just doing everything all at once. But give yourself time between the first date and the second date so that you have a chance to catch up to what even happened that night. If you just jump in and you go in too fast and you go in too fast, you're, you're going to convince yourself that this is the one place on earth you belong and this is your soulmate. Let yourself really know that. It's not an easy thing to do, but if you go out and let's say you're working all week and you go out Friday night or Saturday, try to hold off till that next weekend if you can. You guys can talk and do whatever you want, but yourself, the space to take in what you are doing, to formulate questions, because this is not the time to just jump in with both feet when you don't know what you're jumping into. But it is the time to let things marinate and catch it. And if you ever feel like, wow, I better act before I lose this, then that may not be your best reason for dating. If you're just plugging a loneliness hole, that's probably all you're going to get. Probably all. I, for some reason, have been privy to so many different kinds of relationships that there there was a girl who dated this guy. She, she'd broken up with her boyfriend. She thought that was who she was going to marry. She thought he was going to ask her to get engaged or to marry her. And then he never did. That trip they took to New York, he never asked. And then when they came back, he broke up with her. And they were dating for years. And then after that, she just, like, her standards went out the window and she was dating anyone who asked. 
even if they were willing to like say, hey, I don't want to make a commitment to you, but I'll see you once in a while. She accepted all that because she just did not want to be alone. So then she meets this guy that he's an almost, but he's not the entire enchilada for her. Dating him because she figures she'll get to know him. And the same exact feelings she had in the beginning, knowing he wasn't, he wasn't the end all for her. She loved him, at times felt in love with him, but couldn't stay. And five years later, when he was getting ready to ask her to marry him, they broke up for that very reason that she knew five years prior. Her mother says they wasted five years of each other's lives. I said, no, no. It only took five years for them to learn this lesson, that you can't put love where it isn't, and you can't take it away from where it is. It's either there in that way or it's not. You can't turn a lemon into an orange and you can't turn an orange into a lemon. You guys, I love you so very much. The show's already over. I I don't know if these shows are just not long enough, but sometimes I feel like some of these topics start getting better as we go along. However, I will see you tomorrow on Dream Theme Thursday. Have a great Wednesday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.